I'm still going to do it. Yeah, do it. <laughs> Welcome to Trading Places. My name's Kieran, and I saw C. And I am Jericho, and I saw Ng. Together, we're Trading Places, and we do stupid things and watch films one half, and then the other person watches the second half. And I'm actually going to stop doing this accent now. <laughs> <laughs> might, might be good. So you don't want to have to do it for the entire episode. Yes. Uh, uh, so we uh, we saw Sing. Yeah. Which, which has been out for a while, but uh, we thought it was... a. Uh, the only one we could probably fit into during the, the Glasgow Film Festival. So, uh, yeah. what, what did you make of it, Jericho, first well, impressions? Well, should we mention that we are back? Uh, oh, yeah, we, we're we back. Have had a, we've had a, a, a sort of upset schedule because Kieran has got a new job. I conveniently um, moved Interning through. for the Trump administration. Yes, so how's that uh, going for you? Well, you know, uh, we're, we're building the wall. It's going to be brilliant. You've ever, never seen a wall like this. We're going to keep <laughs> them all out. And, yeah, you know, um, we're, we're there for it. Yeah, so unfortunately your political commitments have thrown a spanner in the works of our uh, our recording schedule. But There's just sorry, no time. There's just no time for podcasts when you're building walls. I know. It's just yeah. impossible. This like, is Wallcast. Um, wall ca- welcome <laughs> to Wallcast. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, so anyway, sorry, you were speaking uh, about Oh yeah, something. how dare you interrupt me? How yeah, you, yeah. Oh, fuck, see, we're already off We've to lost shit our start. dynamic. It's oh, all exactly. gone out the window. Yeah. Uh, yeah. No, I'm, I've moved to a different city, so basically, uh, well, for a bit anyway, at least. Uh, so doing this has been a wee bit difficult, but back for young, lovely Glasgow Film Festival, and we thought, hey, let's uh, let's do that podcast. Yeah. Uh, so we saw Sing, and uh, probably, as usual, don't remember who the director was. Garth Jennings. Garth well, guy, there we are, yeah. Jericho. Yeah, he he made Son of Rambo. Do you not like that one? Oh fuck, that was him that made yeah, that. Yeah. yeah. Oh, Son of Rambo's excellent. Yeah. Uh, wow, fuck, I didn't see much of Son of Rambo in this, but uh, <laughs> uh, there was there was plenty to discuss. That's for sure. Um, it must be said before we go much further uh, that I did miss, I think, an unspecified amount of time at the start because I got in and there was something going on, something going on. Then I sat down. Then the opening credits came up, so I think there was a wee oh, hello. pre-credits scene, sort of, whatever. And They're always yeah. the best. We're all, we're, we're missing, we're, we're, you know, we missed a bit when, when I walk out and you walk in, and then yeah. we, we missed the start. And, should oh, we, should we try and guess what happened at the start? We can do first that. First line. Well, the first, first line, first line. The first line, the first line I heard was, places everyone. Okay, I'm guessing it'll just be like a sort of like warm up, you know, like maybe they'll all be doing like uh, sort of tongue twisters and uh, sort of me, 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 Oh, fuck. Martyr Moon, as I call him. Oh, I'll call I'll call him Buster McMunnehy, I think, uh, because you know, yeah, good old good old McConaughey's back in action. Yeah, this is this is a real crowning achievement in Matthew McConaughey's return. I oh, think. it forget is. You know, the it, Oscar for Dallas Buyers. For and all, forget the Wolf of Wall Street. Yeah, forget all that. Although Wolf of Wall Street was a particularly interesting influence. Well, Hello? not influence, but does he do for, cocaine? No. <laughs> Yeah, he just—he's uh, got too much of trying to run the theatre. He just goes, up, <laughs> "Oh fuck, 
No, um, basically, uh, there's a there's a wee bit quite early on. We've not even set up the plot, but whatever. There's the plots fucking the plot's all over X the place. Factor. The plot's X Factor. That's all you need to know. X Factor with animals. And there's a bit where he's sitting down having a lunch with someone, and it's sort of inspirational sort of lunch. Mm-hmm. I forget who the fuck he's sitting down with because I can this was. Work this out. Is it Miss Crawley? Uh, no, it was... Is it Nana? It, was some, it wasn't Nana, it was it earlier than that. No, no. Anyway, okay. it doesn't matter. Anyways, is it John C. Riley? No. Oh, well. He's given an I inspirational speech at the start at a dinner table, and all I could think of was the Wolf of Wall Street. With the, <laughs> <laughs> Does he start <laughs> jazz pumping? <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, almost got there. I think he was I think he was channeling Wolf of Wall Street, probably but he never scene, quite no, got there. Uh, uh, but fuck. We don't have much Garth likes improv, they're probably just... Yeah, they probably just went for it and just went, right, animators, we're going to just do whatever the hell we want and you're going to do whatever the hell we want you to. Yeah. I thought this was, like, a live action. Oh, fuck, maybe it was. Yeah. You know, I've seen so many films recently that, you know, it might might just have have skipped it completely and it was live action. Yeah, I I I think it is, but I could be wrong. (laughs) Um... Oh, I was. I, I don't know. Are you being serious? Like they actually did. They, they did mocap or something, and then no, no, I was. I was, I was pretending it was an actual koala. Um, no, sorry, but no, co- no, it's it's animation. Well, French let's animation, let's kick off then with some of the characters. So we've got Buster McMunnehy, who is. Hang on, Buster. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry. I was just making. I was just making a joke, Jericho. Yeah. <laughs> so we've got Buster McMunnehy. All the dynamic out the window. Out the window already. We're too off sync. Yeah. Uh, so Buster McMunnehy. We've got mm-hmm. Cockney Gorillas. We've got lots of pigs, twenty-five pigs. You counted. Uh, they they tell it how many there is. <laughs> is that including? Is that just in the family, or is that including the weird German one? Oh, I didn't include him. So if you could, if you could the German one plus her plus the husband pig, so there's twenty-eight yeah. in total. 28. twenty-eight fucking pigs. Does that divide by three? No, it doesn't. No, not quite. Why? Because three little pigs. I'm trying oh. to stage a production of uh, three little pigs. Well, you need I'm to go. To stage, you like, need to go nine productions. You need to go to Buster McMinnie if you want to do anything about that. Is there is there a wolf in this? I know you're talking about the wolf. Oh, well, there's probably a wolf somewhere. Wolf? It's like fucking Noah's Ark. This thing. There's, <laughs> there must be a wolf. I mean, there's punk porcupines. There's there's jive elephants. There's a saxophone mice playing the world's smallest saxophone. And incidentally, probably my favourite joke that I heard was uh, there's a there's an and he's playing saxophone on the subway. And he basically robs someone to pay him, uh-huh. um, and he's like, "Give me your money! Give me your money!" And uh, out out pops this poor. Uh, oh, I don't even know what the animal was. Let's just say it was a giraffe. He robs this giraffe, and out and, pops a poor giraffe. <laughs> giraffes aren't known for their popping ability. Out pop- Are you sure this wasn't a kangaroo? A giraffe pops out of another giraffe's pouch, um, and then out of that giraffe pops an inhaler. Uh, no, and then. When Haler does actually pop out, and okay. I think the best line I had was him going, "What do you smoke out of this?" Which I thought was quite. Oh, that's, <laughs> that's edgy a, material. Edgy, for a... it, was this a U? It must Let's have been a U. It felt like a U. Uh, yes, yes, it was. It says correct. on our ticket exactly. Uh, oh wait, I've just found my notes here. It was uh, the Ma- the McMunnehy. McMunnehy. Yeah, let's go with McMunnehy. Yeah. The McMunnehy meeting McMunahy. was with a sheep, and I forgot who the sheep. The sheep was his like Nana. No, no, no. It was the it was Nana. John C. Riley. Nana's like. Son or grandson? Is that John, yeah, is that John, John C. Reilly? Reilly? Fuck it. Was it? I've met John C. Reilly. I should have done that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but basically, the plot gets started with the X Factor thing. Um, and he goes, okay, we're going to put on a sort of contest and we're going to go for, um, we're going to offer a $1,000 prize. And then Miss Crawley. $1,000? Yeah. It's, Miss Crawley okay, okay. makes a typo. Oh. And she puts in one hundred thousand ah, dollars. That makes sense. I love Miss Crawley. Incidentally, I thought she was fucking on 
top on top Miss performance. Crawley. Miss I don't Crawley. want to preempt, but she was a fan favorite. In the oh, she was. Yeah. All oh, right. I can't wait to hear more. And do you know who voiced her? No. Garth Jennings. Garth Jennings giving himself the juiciest role. Fair enough. Fair play to him. Ought to have known that he directed this. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so anyway, we they do the whole the, the the whole gig thing. They do the the. Uh, the auditions and everybody's all the animals are queuing round. Let's let Noah's Ark two point four, uh, <laughs> and then we get oh fuck. I counted how many songs have I counted? Like just in the space of like three minutes, we had like Golden Slumbers by the Beatles, Firework by Katy Perry, Crazy in Love by Beyonce, Lady Gaga, Bad Romance, Van Halen, Jump, the Lollipop fifties tune, Ninety Five by Dolly Parton, a Gary Newman song, and then there was a whole montage of songs that I'm not young or cool enough to actually know what the fuck they are. Oh wow! Uh, I I kind of had the opposite <laughs> problem where I knew the young cool ones, but it's like I think this is Stevie Wonder, but I can't really tell you to be honest. Well, listener, I do admit that I had to ask Jericho before the podcast who did Ninety Five. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, fuck me, yeah, there we go. Um, and they're all auditioning and then they pick the sum of them and then they get rid of the shite or well do they really I don't, I don't know they probably keep quite a lot of the shite but so who who do they who do they get rid of any any characters worth no one notable remark? apart from a farting bison who kills a snail what <laughs> hang on no a snail the snail is in the second half the snail makes it yeah oh man yeah. a miraculous recovery there's yeah. a fucking bison or a snail Oh, it might not be the same one. We can't just assume that all snails It's wearing are all black. Ah, no. Oh, you see, the Trump administration has not done wonders for your uh, sort of uh, race relations, has it? All snails are the same, are they? Oh, yeah, that's... What do you mean they're not? No, they're not. Yes, they are. Look at, look at the snails. They're all rapists. <laughs> <laughs> when they're sending the snails, they're not sending the best. Um, that was a terrible um, nah, well, fuck it. You, you do all right. Um, uh, so anyway, the fart and bison kills the snail. If the snail comes back, then good on it. Um, yeah. There's you got the elephant family, and she originally doesn't make it. What's it? Oh, Mina? Okay. Is it Mina? Mika? Whoever Something like it? that. Yeah. yeah. And and basically, she goes back she to has her stage family. Fright, yeah, yeah, she's got stage yeah, fright. Yeah. Uh, and she's got her elephant family back home, and the elephants aren't black, but they are. But they're not. But they are. But they're not. <laughs> And, you know, it's supposed to be that sort of... Yeah, there's a fair degree of that in this yeah, film, isn't uh-huh. there? And then the best part, we're not going to argue, apart from Miss Crawley, that the best part are the Cockney Gorillas. <laughs> Johnny! <laughs> Absolutely the best. I was killing myself. I have to admit, I was pretty... I did warm to the, the Cockney Gorillas. Yeah. What did you make of them? Uh, I, I liked them. Uh, uh, it took me, like, a, a, like five seconds to recognise that young Cockney Gorilla was Taron Egerton mm. and then it was only with the end credits I was like who was the dad because the dad was really good and I think the dad might have been Peter Serafinovich oh but fuck well I yeah. I thought they were great I didn't I didn't get as much of them as I would have liked but uh, I, I, I thought it was good and they, they formed like the majority of the actual story the central plot half, ah yeah. man this is one where I was kind of like I'm not too desperate but I will you know, I've had ones where I'm like, I really want to walk out of this. Yeah. And then I've had ones where I'm like, I could have watched the end of that, and I think Sing falls into that bracket for me. Okay. I could have, I could have stayed to watch the whole thing because we we get the setup, and the setup's actually done quite all right. As I said, we get these like a ton of characters, and you got a ton of songs, and the plot's making no sense whatsoever. But it's, it just kind of goes for it, and you're like, yeah, yeah sure thing. Uh, and eventually, uh, the, the the big turning point really in the first half is like the theatre power goes out. Uh-oh. Uh oh. But then. Uh, Buster McMinnity basically just like steals next door's electric cord and then it's all fixed it's all kind of papered over yeah I, <laughs> I have a note here about the the ethics of Buster McMoonahy which we can we oh can he's get a into. dodgy a dodgy 
dodgy guy. Yeah, um, but um, it's kind of... I also noticed, like, is this just, like, the Muppet show? Yes. Because with the theatre, like, with the losing the theatre... Mm. We've got to save the theatre! The and the... Let's put on a variety show. Yeah. I was yeah. just like, this is just every, every Muppets movie. Ever. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but that's why I think it was probably quite watchable. It's just yeah. that it is fun. It's not trying to be serious. Uh... And yeah, it just doesn't give really, doesn't really give a fuck about the plot. It just goes ahead. And mm-hmm. as much as I dislike shit like X Factor, I was like, yeah, this is this is pretty good fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, the, the gorillas are quite gorilla like, and the Can elephants you are quite if there elephanty. Were gorillas on X Factor, that would improve <laughs> you mean, X Factor tenfold. You mean there's not? Well, I haven't watched it. <laughs> I haven't watched it for a fair while, so yeah. maybe maybe. Anyway, I, let, let's get back on this. I have to say. I, I want your opinion. The fat pig is creepy as fuck. The fat pig, is that the German one? Yeah. Yeah. Creepy he's, as he's, fuck. Yeah, I think that's Nick Kroll. Right. He's a bit of a creepy kind of guy anyway. Well, he does all right with it. Um, Effective. Yeah, yeah. Effectively the creepy. The fat pig, yeah, like, he's he's kind of weird. I don't really get that much of him, but he's... Yeah, I don't like him. Yeah, he's dancing about, like, Rosita, uh, the, the, the pig. Uh, she, she comes into, like, the rehearsal studios, and she's wanting to do her dance steps and all the rest of it because she gets partnered up with the fat pig uh-huh. uh, and then he just having an affair with him no okay. that would have been quite good though although probably again a lot seedier and serious than this well, film's trying to take crack it well crack pipes then uh, might as well raise the question of yeah. extramarital affairs yeah teach uh, the kids early you know well I, he, he comes in anyway with his fucking music and uh, well his fucking music and oh, uh-huh. I'm, I'm just being an old man here <laughs> <laughs> and with his like Exactly, because I don't, I don't get the young cool tunes. I'm not, I'm not <laughs> dealing with the kids. See, that's why we are a good pair, because between us, you can get the, the, the Beatles and the Stevie Wonders, <laughs> and I can get the Katy Perry's, the Carly Oh, Ray I got Jepsons the Katy Perry's. I got, I, got, I got Call Me Maybe as well. That um, showed up, and I went, I know that song. I'm cool. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then they even go to the club, which, oh, you know, the cool. I, I love the club. The one that Mr. Half Dollar's in. I the one that Mr. Know. Two Quarters is in. This is one where they encounter some Russian bears. Which again? Oh, okay. Oh, I thought you mean. If you read that a different way, then this is quite a sordid, seedy film. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. To jump into some Russian bears, <laughs> <laughs> um, and they basically the saxophone mouse pisses them off. Yeah. And then they chase after him uh, because he he like takes out a credit card. Because yeah. he thinks, I'm going to win the contest, so I already have $100,000. And oh. he buys... Exactly, it's a big prick. Yeah, <laughs> I, I'm, I'm speaking too much about the casting in this movie, but Saxophone Mouse I didn't like, and mm. then I deduced that he must have been Seth MacFarlane at the it end. It had that feeling, didn't he? Yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. And sta- Saxophone Mouse, did you think this as well? He is Frank Sinatra. Yeah, well, attempted within, to Because like, within like five seconds of seeing him, I was like, we've got a mouse wearing a suit and mm. like a trilby with connections to the mob, he's Frank Sinatra. Yeah. And then sure enough, in his final number, I don't want to go spoiling anything. Oh, no. But, uh, well, we get there. We'll get there. We'll get there. Yeah. Uh, and basically, when you get to the club, that's about me finished. That's about as much of the okay. plot, really, as yeah. as there was, per se. The Russian bears chase after the saxophone mouse, and, <laughs> and Johnny, John, <laughs> Johnny thinks he's run over his dad because oh, he's, no. trying, he's trying to teach him how to corner, go around corners quickly. Yeah. Uh, and he thinks he's run him over, and then he's not. He's he's done it really well. Uh, and then his dad goes, "I love you, son. You made me so proud." See, I, it was difficult for me to. It was difficult for me to work out the the father gorilla son gorilla relationship mm-hmm. in the second half, 
But I'm glad that it seems like they actually do have a decent relationship in the first. Yeah, half. a good a good Robin relationship. Because I didn't know if it was like an allegory for like for like homosexuality or something. <laughs> his son just his dad just not accepting it. like a sort yeah, of yeah, Billy was, Elliot type. It was like a really sort a, of a simian Billy Elliot. Yeah, it was like a really sort of soft allegory. Maybe if you wanted yeah. to read into it that far. Um, but I'm glad that it's like uh, his dad. Does like him? It's just the 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 singing aspect that. He's well, not I, I'm looking forward of. to finding out what happens. Okay. In terms of gorillas, but I'll give you my. <laughs> yeah, fuck everyone else. I just want to know what happens to Johnny. Uh, so I'll I'll do my last. I'll do my three questions. Yeah. And we'll answer them in the second half. So let's begin with. I want to know: Do any of them die? And I mm-hmm. want to know: Does Miss Crawley find love? <laughs> and I want to know: Is there any more Wolf of Wall Street from Buster McMoney? Okay. We'll answer those questions when we come back for the second half. Oh, hello, uh, welcome back to the second half. I have forgotten how things work. Uh, <laughs> do we not normally answer all our questions t- at the end? Uh, yeah, I, whenever you want. We've messed about with structure, so I'll just answer them now. Um, <laughs> okay, one, <laughs> fuck it. <laughs> one, no one dies. Uh, I, I could actually have asked that of you if you thought that the, the snail seems like he's the closest person mm. to dying. Well, we can't, not we can't confirm if it's the same snail. Yeah, so, so the, sna- the snail may, the snail may dies. die. It definitely dies. I'm saying it. <laughs> um, it's fucking broom breed. Um, uh, two, Miss Crawley does not does she find, find love, love? No. but she finds that the real love was inside her all along. Uh-huh. Um, do you know she has a glass eye? Yeah. Okay. Oh, there's a, there's a good set piece I forgot to mention where a glass eye like fucks up the whole auditorium oh, okay. and it goes flying and it hits a beam and then the lights fall Yeah, she loses her glass eye in the second half as well. Excellent. Um, and the third one, <laughs> Wolf of Wall Street, no, uh, there's no, there's no, no Wolf more, of Wall Street. No more hoo-ha. No uh, hoo-ha. He doesn't, he doesn't go to jail. He doesn't, he doesn't well, go on like a drug field rampage. Well, that's, uh, that's interesting considering we were going to discuss his moral stance. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so let's dig into that one. Um, so, um, I came into the film and I saw two pigs dancing around Taylor Swift and the audience was in hysterics. <laughs> so I was like a little bit thrown off thinking, hang on, wait, this isn't how this works. Have I walked into a good movie here? People are certainly <laughs> liking this. This is playing well. And I, uh, one of my questions, which you can either answer here and we can discuss it or at the end, is... Um, when was it decided that all pigs were German? Are all pigs German? I, think, I guess that answers the question. I, I feel it like didn't appear a, like it to me. I feel like that's a trope now. Cause like but Shrek, she, she wasn't German. No, or do you mean like, in this film or like no, all No, just pigs? sort of like generically. Like, ah. You know how animals have nationalities. Yeah. It's like koalas are Australian, not of Texan. Of course, yeah. Um, <laughs> Kiwis are from New Zealand. Um, pigs have just become German. Like... Shrek, you know the oh, well, he because, and he poofed, and yeah. He... I guess Denmark's just too obscure, so yeah. we've got to go with Germany. Okay, that's uh, that's my reckoning anyway. Yeah, because I feel like I don't know. I I was assuming maybe there maybe there was some greater greater explanation for it. Like I I want to find the earliest earliest German pig. The earliest German Could pig. We, Jericho's we, quest for the earliest outsource German pig. Outsource the listeners. <laughs> Send us in. Let me know your first example of the earliest German pig. Because Porky's the first pig I can think of in pop mm. culture, and he's American. Mm-hmm. Pinky and Perky, I don't know if they have nationalities, but I feel like... And I can't even name that many German pigs. There's this one, and then there's the ones in Shrek. But I feel like it's just... Pigs are just now German. Um, well, anyway. all, all power to them, I say. 
Uh, yeah. But we where, where were we on, like, uh, Buster McMoonahy's moral compass, or did you want to leave that for a wee bit? Um, yeah, I, I have that I have that structured in... So, yeah, I came in, and Johnny, uh, Cockney Johnny... Johnny. Uh, yeah, he... Um, you his... need to say it every time you say right, John... Johnny. No, no, every time you say Johnny, you've got to say Johnny. Johnny. Johnny, okay. Can I... I don't know if I'm doing that right. Um, <laughs> uh, so, uh, Johnny's dad is doing a robbery... And him and all his gorilla uh, friends are, like, uh, running out, having done the robbery, and they're like, All right, me son, Johnny, he's going to get us out of here. Uh, he's a bloody good getaway driver. He's going to get us out of here. Don't you worry about I'm that. I'm proud of my son. I love you, son. Yeah. <laughs> he's definitely not off being <laughs> in a musical or something like that. Um, and Johnny is playing the piano at Buster McMoonahy's thing at rehearsal. Yeah, you start. You missed and, it, Mister Johnny. Yeah, and so his dad gets arrested because Johnny's not there because <laughs> um, he's playing piano. Yeah, oh, yeah. What, what, what and guy. I can't remember. I think he might rush out too late and just sort of finds the police or something. <laughs> but I can't quite remember. Oh, anyway, God bless us all. Uh, not there. Um, oh, yeah. I have three nasty-looking bears. Because I don't think the Ru- spoke, not yeah, the Russian. They didn't speak, so I didn't know they were Russian oh. at this point. But yeah, just oh, were they like big fucking things and one's got yeah, a hat? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's definitely the Russian bears. Um, is, is this movie is this movie racist? Germans are pigs, mm. Russians are crooks, mm. uh, and the the Cockneys, co- the Cockneys are... rob everyone. Yeah. yeah. Um. Oh, the stereotypes are abound. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Fuck this film. This harmful. <laughs> this harmful piece of shit. Garth Jennings, get your shit sorted. Well, I was thinking as like. This film compares very unfavourably coming straight after Zootropolis, doesn't it? I've not seen Zootropolis. Zootropolis is fantastic. But I heard it's like this sort of big multicultural extravaganza, basically. Yeah, maybe that was why I was so harsh on this film's Mm, uh, racism, is because Zootropolis is about that. And also, just because Zootropolis is really interesting, like every kind of... It's going to win the Oscar. Yeah, it's it's going to win Best Picture. It's it's good. It's not for best picture. <laughs> it should should it be? Yeah, probably should. Yeah. It's yeah, not for best not? animated because the only other really close competition I think is maybe like Kubo. Yeah, I I I wouldn't. Which necess- I've also not seen. Yeah. yeah, I I don't think knowing knowing what the Academy voters are like, most of them won't have watched Kubo because mm. a lot of people didn't watch Kubo. So because it's like it's Japanese or something. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's like paper, but it's not under. Uh, yeah. And there's goddamn Japanese. We're gonna build the wall. <laughs> We're going to keep him out, and it's going to be like Pearl Harbor all over again. <laughs> Who was that? I don't know. <laughs> um, it reminded me of someone else. It was like Random it, American. I, I was like... Trump uh, supporter. It's, it was like a combination of two presidents. There might have been a bit of Kennedy in there. We oh, are uh, going to build a VRO wall. The uh, and, wall. <laughs> and, and, then, and then you got the modern twist with Trump in it. A little bit of a boost shield with Trump. Um, McConaughey is in Kubo. Um, but anyway, yeah. Oh, yeah. So, oh. um, so but this one's not nominated. No, no, surprisingly not. Um, and must be all the racism. Yeah, um, <laughs> you would hope. <laughs> I, well, I, I have written uh, hard to decide animation, very good or very bad, because this was when I was comparing. Didn't it have to, much of an opinion on it. It was just uh, yeah, because <laughs> I think like it it was boring in the sense of Zootopia. Every there was always something going on. You mm-hmm. could always find loads of details. Whereas this has like. Looking through the supermarket and like some scenes is like it's really good. It's a bit of like a good dinosaur thing where it's almost photorealistic. Like right. some of the sets and stuff look really good, and then you have the cartoon characters, mm-hmm. but it's just a bit bland anyway. Um, it certainly doesn't even compare to stuff like Trolls, which I did see all the way through. Uh, <laughs> at least I mean it's like ridiculous, and again the plot's nonsense, but it's colourful and in your face, and at least it has a sort of 
good aesthetic to it. Whereas mm-hmm. this this one was just kind of yeah bland, as you said, yeah. in terms of animation. So it was just like eh, there's some feel good comedy X Factor shit. That's yeah. that, that that is me. That that is my summation of the film. <laughs> some feel good comedy X Factor shit, and we're done. Uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, there we go. So um. I, uh, I, there. So Buster, Buster McMoonahy, This is where I have his, uh, his point about morality, is he um, steals loads of glass from just like unidentified sources. He steals like just like nicks loads of windows with the elephants and stuff, and then is he, he a Nazi? Is it like Kristallnacht? Oh, is that what he's up to? See, yeah, there we are. Yeah. There we are. Kristallnacht. This film um, is just <laughs> disgusting. Um, and we're showing this to our kids. <laughs> our kids of today are growing up on these sort of on this Nazi propaganda. It's a disgrace, I say. Um, <laughs> um, yeah, so he steals he steals enough enough materials to make a glass tank, and then he convinces a like he, uh, a glass tank which like surrounds the stage, and then he convinces <laughs> Squid. Is it like an assassination thing where like so no, that don't get assassinated? It's not like the prestige. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, you'd, you'd know with that work having to put that up for for old Donny T, I suppose. Oh, many um, times. Uh, but yeah, so he builds like it's kind of like the prestige, like the uh, a glass tank, so that he fills up with water, and then he convinces squids from restaurants to work in it for like slave labor, and they make the uh, they make his lights because this must be because he's got no power. He then convinces squids and uses their bioluminescence to light his show, um, and I was like, so we see that Johnny's Johnny's dad is obviously the bad character because he robs a bank, and he gets punished for that by going to jail. Whereas I would argue that McMoonahy is in fact a worse character because Ooh. he enslaves squids. He just runs around like sabotaging, like robbing the bank. Johnny's dad's kind of like a Robin Hood type character. We don't know what he was going to do with that money. Whereas McMoonahy just like takes people's like windshields and just <laughs> random stuff that could be dangerous. Do you know what it is? When you say windshields, there it reminds me of in Trainspotting where they're in, on the heroin uh, <laughs> and they just go around robbing car radios and stealing televisions from old old people's homes. So maybe he's actually yeah. Coming back to that, he's got the he's got the the coke addiction. So that's why he's he's got to fund. His, he's not actually helping to save the theatre. He's actually funding his own coke addiction. Yeah, all makes sense. This film has a dark, racist, Nazi <laughs> underbelly, and we are unearthing it right we here. We're just pulling away. We we right come we come back after a month, month, well, two months away, and we're back in the saddle, unearthing all all the extra shit that you just don't see in these films. It's funny how much we've changed. I mean, before we were just like two couple of idiots who just rambled on about <laughs> Tom Hanks and things, but now we're like sort of. I don't want to say Louis Theroux because his Jimmy Savile documentary was a bit toothless, but we're like Alex Gibney types, sort of like. Yeah. All right, who are they from? All the in. President's Men. Mm. What's their name again? Woods and Burr. Oh, fuck. Uh, uh, no. Hoffman and Redford. We're a couple yeah. of Hoffman and Redfords <laughs> coming back with this new Trump administration giving you all the facts that you need. Um, all, those, all the alternative facts. <laughs> no, no, we're, gonna, we're well, not we, having have, any of that. Have we're we got the real having, facts? We're not. There are no alternative facts, there are oh. only facts and news is news I, I don't know if that's true um, I think there might be some other truth to that uh, so I have uh, I have an observation for you oh go ahead um, animal jail is fun there's lots of fun animals in animal jail <laughs> if I hadn't seen the trailers who, I, wait is Johnny's dad who lands in animal jail yeah, Johnny's dad yeah Johnny do we, uh, we get Johnny's dad's name I don't think so oh. in fact I think he no, I, I did see his name and he's called something funny because it's in the credits but well, I, I just like is. calling him Johnny's dad so let's just go with that. Yeah, Johnny's dad um, is in jail, and Johnny's Johnny dad. goes to visit him. I uh, yeah, Johnny Johnny thinks about stealing the cash to uh, to bail his dad out of jail, the prize money. 
Um, he considers stealing it, but um, oh, he bumps into Johnny. His... Yeah, how could you? <laughs> um, uh, I raised a lot of things, but I did not raise a thief. Um, but Miss Crawley <laughs> bumps into you. You failed him. me. Miss <laughs> um, uh, Crawley bumps into him, and he changes it around to be like, "Oh, hey, I just wanted more piano lessons. I have uh, oh tortoises wear their clothes under their shell, which is weird." Mm. Well, good on them. You know, there's 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 no straight way of doing it. You gotta you gotta mix things up a wee bit. We're, yeah, but we're like, all for that. That's that's body positive. But shell shell positivity, Jericho. No, it's shell teaching. Posi- it's teaching. It's teaching our kids bad lessons, Kieran. They're gonna be like prying shells off a tortoise. Oh, uh, you're probably shells right. Shells aren't immovable. Con- considering over the top. Considering the conservative politics of this film, you're probably correct. Yeah. Um. Thank you. Um. <laughs> I have. Oh, I have. Uh. My other question for you. How much money do you think they spent in licenses? Because oh, they were playing Jesus so Christ. many songs that I was I, Oh, like, I did hear about something like this uh, on uh, Kermode and Mayo, and I'm mm-hmm. sure they interviewed McConaughey, and I'm sure he mentioned how many songs and roughly how much they spent on the songs. Because uh, was, it was definitely over over 100 songs, easy. Yeah. Uh, and the licenses, fuck, who, who knows? Because I, I, I wrote that down thing, like, they're playing absolutely everything. Like, <laughs> the, the only way this could get worse would be, like, if they were playing the Beatles. And then and there 20 is the Beatles seconds the later, <laughs> they play Carry That Weight. Oh, they've got Carry um, That Weight as well. Yeah. It, it, they've even got a wee section, a very few <laughs> notes from an Ennio Morricone song. I noticed cocky, that was in the credits. Cocky, yeah. uh, it's it's, it's Cocky's song, which I think is from Once Upon a Time in America. And there's a wee bit, um, somebody walks in the door and it goes, do, 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 do. And I'm like, what, where the hell did that come from? <laughs> like, fair enough. But um, Jesus Christ, the money they must have spent on that. Yeah, good on them. <laughs> uh, so the, the, the theatre then collapses and McMunahy goes back to Literally his... Literally collapses? Yeah, I can't oh, remember Jesus. why it happens, but it collapses for some reason. Johnny said on fire. Uh, yeah, probably. <laughs> McMunahy then goes back to his day job, which is he washes cars and he asks John C. Riley to bring his uh, Speedos to him at work. And then McMoonahy takes off all his clothes, puts on Speedos, and he is a human sponge, or a koala sponge. Koala sponge. So he works at a car wash. But again, with this world being kind of bland, they make it like a lot more glamorous than it actually is. <laughs> because none of these cars are dirty. They're all pristine. Mm-hmm. And McConaughey is... McMoonahy is like swimming across them, rubbing himself. It's like... Whereas in reality, he'd be getting covered in like dead insects and grime. And by the end, he'd just be absolutely. He contracts his like some horrific disease. Yeah, exactly. And he ends up again with the train spotting. He ends up like he ends up like Tommy Tommy from Train Spotting, and he just dies a horrible, lonely death. And the theater is fucked. Yeah, yeah. He'd be absolutely. He'd be an absolute mess. But he just he's sparkling clean by the end. And John C. Riley helps him. Uh, helps him uh, clean, dry the car. So it says, he says, you clean, I dry. Um, and this, of course, is soundtracked by Ness and Dorma, because why not? Um, not 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 soundtracked by Car Wash? No, you would think so. That oh, one probably cost how did them they mess too that much. One? It was like, That's ridiculous. We, we, can't, uh, we can't, reach, uh, can't reach that far. That's a damn shame. And so uh, he then, I can't remember why, but... Uh, so this is him at his lowest ebb, is he's starting washing cars, and then John C. Riley gives him a pep talk, and then he decides, like, no, you know what, the show must go on. Show must go on. Um, hashtag show must go on. Yeah, hashtag show must go on. Um, 
And then the show does go on. Of course. Johnny, uh, Johnny, Johnny. Does his, <laughs> Johnny uh, steals the show. Um, and his dad, or his dad's cellmates are watching it on TV. On oh, right, TV. I thought you were going to say his dad somehow managed to make it to the performance. Well, Not, that's you, it. They're uh, watching it on TV, and they're like, hey, Johnny's dad, turn around and have a look at this. Feast your peepers on this. Fuck, um, fuck a doodle do. It's my son. Yeah, he's like, it's my boy, Johnny. He's brilliant. I love that geezer. And Johnny's dad rips the wall off the prison <laughs> and sets off King Kong being like, I'm going to go find, yeah, I'm going to go find my son. Uh. Um, so Judith then tries to ruin the show. Judith the Lama, who owns the theatre or something, she tries oh. to shut it down. Everyone, everyone sort of uh, does, does their act. I have another question for you. Will furries like this movie as much as Zootopia? Yes. Uh, <laughs> did did you get the sort of like the uh, supposed to be like the wee what were they uh, I don't know what they were like the wee chipmunk sort of things I don't know what the fuck they were gophers I, no it's like the there's the five of them and the five wee furry things and mm. they have the like the, the wee boombox and they always do yeah uh, the wee oh, Japanese dancing not, they're things not in that. they're not in the second no. half but yeah that's that's the kind of furry connection and, it, and it's mm. supposed to be like sort of J-pop sort of thing <laughs> uh, and they put music on and then start doing like cutesy wee dances so yeah. Furries, um, definitely. They're, they're for this film. No, no question. Um, I noticed that there is some mouse-elephant uh, mouse antagonism as well. That's another thing that I'd be interested to know the genesis of because it goes back to, like, Tom and Jerry and, like, Dumbo and stuff, but elephants not liking mice, that's not a real thing, is it? Fuck, I've no idea. I feel like you see it all the time, but yeah, I feel whether like it's actually grounded in reality, God only knows. It's not like a long-running feud like cats and cucumbers. It's based in reality. It's like Cats I think and this, cucumbers? Yeah, do you not know that cats don't like cucumbers? Fuck no. Okay, let's take a brief pause while I show Kieran the video of cats jumping like 20 <laughs> feet in the air when someone throws a cucumber at them. <laughs> I thought you were going to say, let's just pause while I throw a cucumber at my cat. <laughs> um, no, trading places do not support animal cruelty. Speaking of which... There, uh, I I felt sorry for the penguins in this because I think it's Judith who is that soulless llama who owns the theatre or something. She, uh, she has like a penguin butler, and most of this is just me talking about animal archetypes now. But penguins are just doomed to a life of servitude. Like whenever you see them in movies, they're always like butlers, like in bed knobs yes. and broomsticks yes. or the waiters and stuff. Or here they're like manservants. What happens and- to the butler? Nothing. He's Nothing? just there. Oh, he's, he's just going to stand oh, right. there. It's like, I feel sorry for you, penguins. You know, mm-hmm. like, one day there'll be a penguin civil rights movement. Yeah. And I Freedom, have, a, I have a dream that my penguin brothers and sisters will stand. Um, Everybody tweet to us, hashtag free the penguins. <laughs> hashtag free the penguins. I've written down here, good on the Madagascar penguins, because uh, they, they're they like a, a positive penguin representation. That's good to see. they're it's spies. It's yeah, like, like, they are. Anyway, uh, that's pretty much the end of the film. But the, the theatre is saved. They save the theatre, yeah. Um, they So the theatre is in ruins, I forgot to tell you that. The theatre is absolutely destroyed, <laughs> but they do like a, they do a sort of like cobbled together job of putting it back together. Hello, oh, my baby. Hello, oh, my honey. Hello, oh, my rack time. I'm singing again. Right, okay. Um, no. So they save the theatre, and my final thing to say to you is Edgar Wright. Because I sat through the end credits of this film, and Edgar Wright is an additional voice. Did you ah, notice him? No. Ah, well, there you go. You'll have to go back and see it to get that third. You don't. You don't. You're not going to tell me who it is. No, because he he was an additional voice. He wasn't <gasps> a character. So like, I think doing he, Garth Jennings a wee favor. Yeah. Or a wee well. Maybe he was a this? snail. Um, maybe he was a snail that died. Yeah. Yeah. Um, or maybe he was Johnny. <laughs> 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 I don't think so. Um, so good on, good on Edgar. So. 
all that remains is for us to wrap up this, this week's episode with uh, first line, last line. First line, last line. Okay, so as I stepped out of the fine auditorium, the last line I heard was, Johnny, answer the walkie-talkie. <laughs> okay, I don't that know was how Johnny's this dad. is going to work. Uh, because uh, we, the, the first line I heard was uh, the German pig going, Oh, you are way better off without that talking mega-jerk super dinkelsplat. <laughs> I think I might have got that right, but that's the gist of it. Let me read it. <laughs> well, I, I have it written down, but like I ha- I definitely said what I have written down. I just don't know if I heard it right. Well, I think it's basically the, the German pig, he's yeah. listening in on the other line yeah. to the walkie-talkies. Yeah. And he's trying to sabotage. Actually, do you know what? I always, I always thought, you know, if there's, if there's supposed to be a sort of flamboyant character, mm-hmm. it's got to be the German pig. Yeah. Uh, so basically, I think the German pig actually fancies Johnny. He sees Johnny's Johnny's a wee bit more sensitive, yeah. and this is the film's terrible politics all over again. It's just the fact that oh, the German pig's sensitive, and Johnny's kind of sensitive. So uh, let's just bang them together. Bang them yeah. together. Uh, and so the that, German that, pig is the German pig's a creep. He's not sensitive. Well, that's it. Oh, maybe he's like a he's maybe like he's a ped, maybe he's with pet. nail and eye, Uncle yeah, Monty kind of sexual oh, he's, predator yeah, pig. Uh, he's definitely ped in. So that's it. He's listening. In this week of Milo Yiannopoulos with his yeah. thing of like you know what all children should have a relationship with predatory older homosexuals he's I well think. that's definitely what's going on here he, he is he is the german pig is the stand-in for meal Milo. oh there we go that's what it is and wow. that's what that's where the film's racist politics come from and yeah. it is it's, it's terrible garf what, what, <laughs> why why would you do this we, we had such high hopes and then you've just gone and put all, all these like all this this crack addiction and all these like german pedophile pigs <laughs> and, and <laughs> And he's, you know, he's creeping on Johnny over the walkie-talkie. And but, but you know what happens at the end? Garth Jennings actually does a U-turn, uh-huh. and the German pig gets taken out by Johnny's dad because Johnny dad finds Johnny's dad finds out that the German pig's been petting on him. Ain't and he no goes, nonce is gonna go no for my boy. <laughs> get the fuck away! Get your get your fucking sausages off of him. <laughs> <laughs> oh zing! Well, we've ended on a dark note as usual. I yeah. think I think we quite like the dark note. I think so too. Uh, I I one 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 other thing to mention. We we had previously spoken about the trading places cinematic universe, mm-hmm. where we believe that every film is connected. So this who, one might be harder because it might be animation. Potentially, might be. Uh, oh yeah. Animation. I couldn't really I couldn't tell so my theory on this is that uh, is that uh, we know how like Bob and uh, Bob and uh, well, what's the fuck's name what's the guy's name Bob. James Jim Bob. Bob. Jim, Jim Bob, Bob, Jambo, yeah, Jam- Jambo, Jambo, uh, Jambo. When they're when they're kipping in the in the West End, there's all these theaters. My theory is that uh, they are sleeping outside Buster McMoonahy's. Buster McMoonahy's theatre yes. and in the theatre next door is the one that all the people from the Will Smith collateral beauty rehearse in like <laughs> Helen Mirren and Keira oh Knightley. my god everything um, makes sense now it's all clear and I also believe that if you watch the movie back again one of the million and one songs that are played in this movie is Jim Bob's number one hit <laughs> there once was a man who let me off with 9p <laughs> So that's it definitely theory. makes an appearance in there somewhere. I mean, yeah. if Ennio Morricone is getting in here, then that's definitely getting in here as well. <laughs> Every song ever written is in this film, so it's just... <laughs> so there we are. Uh, and on that note, Jericho, it's been a pleasure once again to be back in the saddle. Yeah, uh, likewise. Hopefully our next episode won't be, uh, won't be Quite uh, as long. This, this far away. But um, who knows? And who knows? <laughs> in the meantime, we will keep you updated. Follow us on Twitter at TradePlacePod. Like us on Facebook.
Facebook at facebook.com forward slash tradeplacepod. Uh, send us an email at <laughs> tradeplacepod at gmail.com. Let me know if uh, let me know let me know when the whole pigs are German thing this, uh, began. Mm-hmm. And also uh, hashtag free the penguins. Hashtag free the penguins. And on that note, goodbye. See ya. Thank you.